Welcome to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I'm Solomon Timothy. And I am Taylor Rowe. Welcome back, everybody. If this is the first time listening, give us a like, subscribe. Right. Don't forget to, to leave a comment if you have topics that you want us to cover. We're constantly taking feedback from our listeners and topics that are suggestions, if you yep. will, and trying to, to bring them into the next episode and to, to talk about it. So don't hesitate to, to reach out to us. Today's episode, we talked about the idea of your website and, and understanding the value of the website and really just kind of a shift in uh, in mindset from looking at your website or your marketing as an expense, right? And turning that into this is an asset. And this is really, if it's done right, this is a revenue producing asset, not a depreciating asset. So we have some ways that, that we kind of think about websites here. And again, looking at the successful companies, people, individuals, organizations, enterprises, right? right? That are doing really well at marketing. They have gone all in 110% on this idea that investing into your marketing, into your website is an investment into your own team, and your own infrastructure. So hope you guys enjoy the episode. And uh, again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We're doing another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. Today's topic is how do you look at your website, the investment that you're making, and you know how do you justify, right? How do you yeah. justify how much money you invest into a marketing campaign, into content, into resources, teams, technology? That's really what we want to talk about. So, Taylor, like I know we got some thoughts that we're going to share with the audience. So let's kind of break that down a little bit. Yeah, I think investment is the right way to look at it. I always consider your website is really an asset, right? As opposed to an expense. You know, a lot of times when coming up with budgets or anything like that, it's like, oh, here's an expense or here's, you know, I'm right. paying for this. I got to pay for this content. I got to pay for that. Pay but for maintenance, hosting. Yeah. And that's the general kind of marketer or, you know, business owner. I mean, there's a, people don't know, there's a whole industry out there revolving around the value of, certain websites, domains, right. flipping websites, things, right? Yeah. People buy and sell websites as if they are properties, Buying. homes, right. you know, that is, it's like a building, right? You, if you bought, if you're a manufacturing company and you invest into a plant facility, right. It's going to increase your square yeah. footage. It's going to increase your outcome or uh, your output. output rather. You know, it's very clear. It's black and white. Like that is an asset, right? The structure of the building is an asset. The land is an asset. All of the machines inside are an asset. Oh, I uh, like talking some, about assets. Some of them, are, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are depreciating assets, and some of yes. them are you know revenue producing assets, right? Most of them are. So your website is really the same thing. It's just a matter of to what extent. So let's talk about kind of how you would calculate or understand the value of that asset and why it's an asset. So. The first thing, which I know you're going to talk about, is the actual components of the website and how valuable those things are. So the content, the development work, all those sorts of things. So what are your thoughts on understanding kind of that value and how much you should spend on your actual website? Right. And I think for me, it's like, let's start with like the freaking domain name itself, right? Mm -hmm. Like how much value does that create and how many years has it been active and how much organic love that does that have? And, you know, people buy and sell domain names. They rent domain names like it's, like you said, like apartments and, and hotel rooms, right? So so there's value there. And there's also value in the time that you invested in coding and building a website. 
And then there's value in the content that you've created. If you wrote a blog post in 2017, but gets you 500 visits still to this day, that piece of content is extremely valuable. You could take that traffic and convert it into leads. And now that revenue you come directly came from that blog post. Like people don't do that math, Mm. right? Like literally turning that blog post into cash is actually possible. Yeah. Especially when it's not producing yet or you haven't figured out how it produces revenue that's where i think anyone who has a website that's you know generating millions of dollars in e-commerce transactions or leads that are coming through they've already made they understand like my website is a valuable asset it produces revenue for me but up until that point a lot of times it's seen as this you know expense like well i have to pay for hosting and i bought the domain name and i have to have a developer make updates to it all the time and i'm adding content and nothing's happening so I spent all this time on it. So there's the time, you know, cost there. And then I spent all this money that I don't have anymore. So 10 years ago, I had to invest this money into this website. Right. If I would have invested that into something else, it could have been producing revenue. So that's where you look at it. It's like I'm dumping cash into this, you know, black hole. But like you said, all of those things are actually increasing in value. The age of your domain increases the value of that domain. If you bought that domain for $5 and you pay whatever... $10 $10 a year, exactly. whatever the price is, because to marketers and to Google, that age of that domain increases the value, it increases the trust. It's, you know, okay, this has been in business for 10 years now or 20 years now. Right. It has more authority. It has more credibility. Also likely has more backlinks to that that have also kind of aged from other right. age domains. So there's a lot of value in just that domain name. Then you actually have the the structure of the website and the content. So first, I guess let's start with the structure. You invested five thousand or ten thousand or fifty thousand or hundred thousand dollars into getting this website developed. That's a cost and expense that let's say you we're just talking about packaging this, this up and right. selling it to somebody else. That's an expense that that person would have to incur, right? So just because you spend fifty thousand dollars on the website doesn't mean that fifty thousand dollars is gone. It means that that value is now the price right. is now set at fifty thousand plus the age of the domain. And then probably the most valuable piece of that is the actual content, which right. you you touched on. The content, that sort of intellectual property, the ability for that content to be indexed and sort of age and settle within Google for Google to understand what the website and what those pages are about. It's hard to put a price tag on that, but it is kind of invaluable until it starts generating traffic. And that's where the big shift happens, right? So when you talk about calculating the ass or the valuable or the value rather of that asset. It is the the components that you have is the physical things that are on the website, the website, the domain name, SSL certificate, right. like the technology the that you have, you have the plugins that you paid for, the custom development work that was done, the images that you paid a photographer to take or you bought. Right, stock um, photography all or the whatever. Kind of stuff, right? And then the content, that's all adds up to a value. And really the biggest value is then, just like we talked about with those machines or that building that you built, how much revenue is that producing? And so if you look at it and you know you are a you know B2B company and you know our average order is you know 10,000 or 100,000 or 500,000, let's just say we're generating enough traffic in the leads that are coming through, we can calculate that and then obviously we have a sales team that's selling those leads. Let's just say that your website is producing $500,000 in revenue every year, right? Okay, well then your website is worth whatever you invested, right? Plus the five hundred thousand dollars that you get on an annual basis. And so, look at that in terms of a valuation of a company, right? Let's say you're a B two B tech company 
and you're getting a 5x or a 10x valuation when you're looking at raising funds or you know someone were to buy the company now all of a sudden that $500,000 is worth 2.5 million or 5 million at a 10x valuation so now you have a website that you know maybe you put like $50,000 into that's really worth 5 million dollars right so those are the things that for one, you need to track and measure and kind of understand. And two, that's how you need to think about this overall investment of a website as an asset rather than an expense, because it can be worth that much, but it's only worth that much if you have that second half in place. Okay, how are we actually driving visibility to this website? What is it producing in terms of leads? And then really most importantly, what are we doing with those leads? Are we turning those leads into revenue? Because otherwise it's just worth it's still worth the domain Something. value, the custom, all those things we talked Not about. Not a half might a million. Be, might be 50,000, <laughs> might be 5,000, right? Might be 10,000 or you know, 100,000. But where you're really going to see that value of that website and you're going to be able to justify more expenses into that is when you get the second half of that working and you see it generating leads and generating revenue, then it's really a no-brainer because that's increasing the value of your business and everything else is kind of growing from there. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified? Or maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, right? Businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right but it was just poor execution i'll tell you what head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms talk to one of our consultants that's all we do we talk to business owners day in and day out share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit right see if we can find you a solution to your growing pains you know our hope here at oneims and especially with this podcast is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right. So thank you for listening. And let's get back to our topic. For today. What about when that same customer comes back and buys another half a million dollar worth of stuff? Yep. Right. Now that's doubled right. in value. So once you can wrap your head around that, you start to see that wow, every single blog post I create now has the potential of generating traffic, top of funnel, middle of funnel, whatever that might be. Or that could be an, uh, something that you would send to people in your in your actual sales funnel. Say, hey, look, we talk about this in depth in my blog post. And now they're being educated and then they make a purchase or decide to work with you. How much is that blog post really worth? Yeah, that's worth as much as that deal that you're about to get. Or the testimonials, the videos, like all of those elements on your website are truly probably the most valuable asset to the marketing side of your business. Maybe not your assets in your plant or wherever else, right? Like it's not as, you know, the machine that you may have bought or leased or whatever, but this is the thing that's going to make all of that run. And I think we should be investing based on what what we're expecting from the outcome, right? We should be investing based on how much I hope to grow in the next two years, three years, five years. Yeah. And I really think like there's not enough money you can throw it at it because the more you do, the yeah, more it can return. Yeah, and the more that you kind of say it in that perspective, it, it is when we say website, I mean, it's almost all of your marketing assets. Right. It's, right? Your, it's like the, the website itself, the outcome, obviously, but then the tech stack that you have in place, 
the traffic building strategies that you have in place, whatever you're spending in terms of ad spend, all those things. Kind and of the social up. profiles, the content yeah. on your YouTube channel, all of those are assets for your market. Yeah. And when you when you look at them all individually, that's where sometimes it's harder to justify the investment, right? It's like you mentioned, you know, this blog post, right? That the possibility of one blog post driving all this traffic and generating leads. So everyone tries to just do that. And then it's like, well, I want to invest, you know, $200 into this blog post, or I want to invest $2,000 or you know, $10,000. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, I don't think I should spend $2,000 on a blog post or $10,000 on one blog post. I can write a blog post in an afternoon, right? Why do right. I need to spend money on, you know, all this extravagant right. work and custom this and that, and then, you know, testing and promoting it and all that kind of stuff. It's because it's not that one piece. That's one piece of the whole puzzle. And really the bigger outcome is all of this working together in tandem to produce that, you know, 500,000 right. or $5 million in, in leads or traffic that's or whatever, actually yeah. generated. So I think just being able to see the big picture and how it all kind of fits together. I mean, it's just like we talked about, if you just bought a machine or half of a machine or part of a machine, it's not going to do anything. It just sat out in the parking lot, then yeah, do it. It's not, yeah. not going yeah, to do, do anything. Well, is it a part of this assembly line right. that is now producing, you know, ten percent more efficiently, which allows you to do ten percent more work, or you you can now run twenty four seven and run three shifts instead of two shifts or one shift. So all these things, right? You have to kind of understand. Right. It's like, is one more hire going to get you that outcome? No, it's the hiring ten more people. It's extending and adding another shift. It's buying a bigger building. It's renovating that space. It's, you know, it's redoing the lunchroom so that your employees stick around longer and they're right. they're happier. It's like, well, what kind of ROI am I getting by redoing the lunchroom? That's not producing revenue. This new machine will produce revenue. But you have to see the big picture. And most business owners do on that aspect. Looking at it on your website and thinking the same thing is the people that are winning at the marketing are understanding that every piece right. of content they're creating every step that they're investing into their website and their marketing is investing into their infrastructure, into their business, into their brand. And again, the people that are winning see that big picture or at least understand that if they can't see it now, then it'll happen. It'll all kind of come together at the end. Taylor, let me ask you a question. What is your best sales rep? My best sales rep? It's, it's, your, it's your website. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, That's the thing well, that sells. It vacation. <laughs> yeah, it works 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always on. Yeah. It's always delivering the images and the text and the pictures to people. It's always there to play the video for them. Yeah. And I mean, we know clients and companies, we ourselves get leads at two in the morning. We're like, you know, like that was working when we were sleeping, right? If it makes you money when you're sleeping, I mean, at this point, you should know like that is your most valuable asset. Yeah, it's 24 seven and it's consistent, right? Which is maybe the biggest difficulty when it comes to salespeople, right? Is you could have 10 salespeople and, you know, you ask them, Hey, well, what does your company do? Or how right. does your company operate? Or why should I work with you? Or, you know, who are your best clients? And they're all 10 going to give you 15 different answers, right? right? There's not a lot of consistency there, even at the most sophisticated, you know, sales team, when you look at the most sophisticated sales team, but a website, that's a science. I mean, you're testing the traffic, you're testing the messaging, what's resonating, what's working, what's converting. You have videos, you have testimonials, you have, you know, automation. Right. So it's always the same. It's always the same experience. And the yeah. same experience can be customized depending on who's on your website and what they're looking for. So that is something that you can't do on a manual level, right? And then now we're putting our sales team in a much better position when we're generating the leads. You know, for the majority of our clients in the B2B space, it's not an e-commerce website. So the website isn't actually going to produce that revenue for you in the sense that it's taking transactions, transactions without right. human in intervention, right? So 
that's another common misconception is like, you know, my business is always done face-to-face and building relationships. Like a website is never going to be how we're going to do business. I'm not disputing that. The website is not going to, you know, Cha-ching. swipe the credit card, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to get people to break out their wallets, right? right. Cut the phone. Or so, make more relationships, exactly. like you say. So that's that should be the goal of your website. It should be customized to your sales process. And I think that's important there. But yeah, no, I mean, anything else you want to add about that, I think is a, a great sort of framework or idea and a way to look at your your marketing and something that we certainly do here and you know 90% of our, our in, marketing investment is into our own assets i mean correct. content that we're creating right now these are things that we own that are forever forever i love um, it the platforms change the way people find the information changes but the content the the value the intellectual property is always ours um, right. and it's up to us to figure out how do we distribute that and i'll end with this and once you get that, you sort of get addicted and gets what we do. You build a second property and you try to drive traffic yeah. and right. Like that's the like some of our clients say, well, I need this website to do this kind of thing. And I need another website for this side of our business. Now you got multi-sites because you really truly get that. It's no longer about, you know, the you know, expense, it's not on the expense column. It's now top line. This is directly driving revenue for our company. So where else should we be putting money? Oh, microsites, or do we do this or do we create content? That's the mode that I want people to go and thinking about. It's no longer about, well, you know, it's sort of like Bob is in charge of website and, you know, there's this thing. It's no longer about that. It's truly directly affecting your top line. Yep. If it isn't, then we should talk. Right. <laughs> right? And, like, and if it isn't, like you, there's a whole shift has to be changed. Yeah. And the, really just the, the idea of a website as we know it has already changed. And, and I would predict that is going to change drastically more. over the next five, 10 years. So. It might not, you know, you could listen to this podcast. We just said that this is going to be around forever. I mean, you could listen to this in 10 years and be like, oh man, these guys thought you had to invest in a website. People don't have websites anymore. What we're talking about is your your own assets, right? Your own content. It's your, today it's a website. You know, tomorrow it could be a Facebook page. page. Like, right, exactly. Uh, it could be anything. A podcast um, 10 years from yeah, now, what I mean, really matters. It could be your Google site. I mean, right, your I Google, my business page turns. is going to be on yeah. Google pretty soon because they want to make money. But that's what we're talking about is your own infrastructure and kind of understanding what that is. Again, today it's your website. I mean, it has, since websites were invented, it has been that way. And people have figured out how to monetize and capitalize their website for their industry, the ones that are succeeding today. And uh, that's going to continue. The format may change, but that's going to continue. And for many, many businesses, the website is the business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that, yep. right? Like, that is the business. Well, a lot of times, I mean, businesses, you know, we work with so many different industries. A lot of times, even in something that is sort of as old school, if you will, as like manufacturing, you know, a lot of times they're outsourcing projects or they don't do fulfillment on something and they don't really have a sales team. And so, the, again, like you said, the website is the business, right? I mean, the idea that you can just pull these people right. out of the ether that are interested in doing business with you and, and turn those random interactions into conversations and turn those conversations into revenue for a product that you're not even developing. Right. That's the business model. It's a different business model than there's ever been you know, true. 10, 15, 20 years ago, but that's the business model. And we see that more and more. I mean, software, you know, exactly. the technology space. I mean, the business model is built around this idea that we're going to drive traffic to our website and we're going to educate and sell. And then we're producing a product that's also software-based or cloud-based. 
Uh, there's no real tangible. There's no real big overhead offices, you know, employees. Right. It's all based on the website. It's true. All right. Well, that's it. That's a wrap for today. And just having that shift right in mindset of your website is, I would say, most valuable asset in your marketing arsenal, your toolbox. Yeah. And one day will be something else. But at the, at the end of the day, it's your own property that you own and operate in our own peso model, right? Owned earned, yeah. <laughs> shared. So thanks a lot for tuning in. That's it for today. Subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to hear from you and uh, give it love as a comment. And also, I guess, share it with a friend if you like this episode, who needs to listen to this. So we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot for listening. Join us at growthmarketers.co for podcast notes and more. We are on a mission to build a community of growth marketers to systemize and scale businesses.